Hi. Hey. Okay. I think now we're good to go because we were having a lot of network issues before. So, hey guys, welcome to another episode on Anela's Talk. And I really want to thank you guys for listening to our previous episode before. It's like the love has really been massive. So, like I promised you guys, we'll be having a lot of guests subsequently. And today with me on the show, I have someone, a very amazing personality. She is a content creator, a social media manager. She's also a writer and the founder of Raw Black Film in Brooklyn, New York, USA. So, Lem, I will allow my guests do the honors by introducing herself more. Yes, thank you so much, Ella, for having me here on your podcast. I truly appreciate, uh, you know, you for just being you. Thank you. Hello, community. (laughs) So, first off, we will be talking about a very, very sensitive topic. A topic that many of us neglect so much. And I felt like Bronte was the most amazing personality to have to discuss this with me. So trust me, you guys, you guys are going to be having an amazing time with us. Our topic today is on mental health. Yes, it's basically going to be an interview because Bronte knows a lot. Like she has been there. She knows a lot about mental health and she will be deaf. She will definitely be educating us about mental health. So Bronte, can you just like give us the definition in your own words of mental health, like what you feel mental health is all about. Wow. Um, you know, that's a very interesting question because yeah, you normally go by the textbook definition, but I never really thought of my own definition of what uh, defines mental health. And um, uh, being that I'm put on the spot right now, I can't... <laughs> I can best say that mental health is just a, it's it's a human, it's a human natural feeling that, that, you know, we have yet to tap into uh, in connection with the spiritual world. I know know that sounds a little like crazy and out there, but, (laughs) right, so, uh, but, you know, then again, many people, they don't necessarily believe in, like, a higher source or God or the spiritual world, in its, you know, as a whole. So, yeah. um, I do consider myself as one, a human being, being work, walking on this planet Earth, and then I consider myself as a, um, you know, a child of God, a spirit. So, I think okay. the mental health uh, definition basically is not understanding your mental capacity as a human and as a spirit. All right. Thank you very much. That's basically it. Because a lot of people nowadays neglect their mental health. They even forget that they have mental health. Your mental health is like a part of you. It's so as you have your social health, your economic, your um, emotional health rather, and your physical health. So also is your mental health. So I'll be handing this question over to Bronte. So, Bronte, what do you think makes people have mental breakdown or have mental disorder? Like, this is going to be a very, very long talk because we will be educating a lot of listeners today about mental health. So, what do you think makes people to have mental breakdowns and mental disorder? 
Okay, so uh, yes, I think mental health is uh, very important. And a lot of the mental breakdowns and disorders that people experience, we don't necessarily know that they're experiencing it. So okay. uh, I, I am no, uh, you know, psych, psych, you know, psychologist. I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a health expert. I am just um, a person who's been okay. um, going through a journey of finding myself. So All right. basically, uh, I think what triggers people to uh, cause people to have uh, mental breakdowns or mental disorders is um, d- distractions. I think that's part of the biggest reason. The, distra- the outside distractions that society and the world uh puts in front of us so it could be like um friends it could be uh like um excitement it could be school it could be a concert it could be um any type of distraction that throws you off your current um feeling and your current mood i think that uh triggers you know mental health disorders and yeah uh, all right so talking extensively on distraction like let me use a teenager's perspective because it's major having a lot of schoolwork assignments projects do you feel like it's enough reason to give someone a me- to give someone a mental breakdown as a teenager using a teenager's point of view like is schoolwork enough to make someone have a mental breakdown Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, I believe it's truly overstimulation. Um, You know, schooling is necessary, necessary and required, but um, at the same time, you know, doing anything for a long period of time and like, you know, an extended, an extended amount of days. Like, uh, so children, they're in school for what, eight hours a day and they're in school for five days a week. So they only—they technically only have what? Um, what's that? Maybe I want to say six hours after school to be a. Well, let's not forget homework. So they only have six yeah. hours or four hours to be a kid, and then what, about forty-eight hours on a weekend before they have to get ready for school and you know clean up their room and get ready for the new week. They—they they only have maybe I want to say thirty-six hours in total to be a kid. So I do think yes. definitely contribute to um a child's mental health yes all right thank you very much so moving like further a little bit as an adult or as a young adult or as an adult how do you feel people constantly go into having mental breakdowns like as an adult for yourself what are those things that you regard yourself that causes mental breakdown so um to be quite honest i could actually relate to the um the kid who had um, like a mental breakdown or mental disorder or not understanding who i was as a a, a child because i do consider myself as a um creative and i did not realize that up, up until like my last year of college i mean of high school Okay. So it wasn't up until I was um, working uh, in the workforce. Like I was working at a retail job back in 2012. Um, I was working at a company called Radio Shack. It's like a, um, 
a technology store where the where they sell cell phones and computers okay. like Best Buy and yeah. um, so I was working there and um that's when I was really able to tap into my creativity and at, at that time of my life I was maybe 18 so okay. um, right so I was able to tap into my creativity and then Looking back, I, I've noticed that like my rambunctious behaviors or my outbursts or my like me playing hooky from school and me not um, wanting to go to school, me going to school late, me wanting to uh, like not do homework. That was all me. That that was all of uh, I, how, how do I put this? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that was me. Uh, going against the grain of what um, was being placed in front of me. So as I mentioned, we have to go to school five days a week, eight hours a day. So as a, as a kid, I was definitely utilizing that creativity in a different way by not going to school, not paying attention, not, you know, but it, it wasn't up until I was an adult and I realized like, oh, all that energy is actually creativity. So maybe oh. that sketch let me you know um let me uh write a story let me you know i, I even told myself how to sing uh, let me you know wow my favorite song so i i learned different ways of you know exercising and utilizing that energy into creativity all right thank you very much so breaking it down a little bit um would you agree with me on the fact that um, a lot of divorce cases or um, children who are from broken homes or like having to live with if, like just their dad or their mom due to separation also causes mental breakdown? I do. Um, I do. Uh, I actually have a... Um, uh, I come from a, a household who uh, of parents who were separated. Um, oh. I'm actually a the product of a um, a father who didn't necessarily want their, their child. Uh, wow. This to be real transparent. So, um, like when my mother was pregnant with me, my father right. actually gave my mother some money to um, get an abortion. And wow. Um, my mom, she was, you know, a firm woman, and she knew that yeah. she to have a, a, a second daughter. So okay. um, basically, she took that money, put it in her pocket, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, she had her baby girl, and now I'm here. So um, I was actually born into a broken household. Um, and I, I definitely think that contribute a lot to the way I was um, brought up because my mom, she had um, boyfriends. And All right. I, I, it was never the same of yeah. like, you know, like that, that family dynamic, like that was her boyfriend, that wasn't my father. So, yeah. Right. So I always uh, found myself trying to find a way to connect with them as if I was their daughter, but then, you know, um, I guess that caused me not to appreciate the father that, that I have, and now that he's no longer with me or, you know, here, I wish yeah. that, um, I don't know, I, I wish things could have been differently. I wish, you know, I'm, I can't blame my mom at all because I, I wish that she uh, 
was able to, you know, tap into yeah. and um, like I wish you would was able to tap into the headspace that I am currently in and like the wow. headspace of forgiveness, uh, forgiveness, um, the headspace of understanding and the headspace of like truly, um, you know, just wanting the yeah. best right the past uh, for right. you know. I, I understand. I really understand your point of view. Though I haven't been in that situation, but I understand. So, bringing it down to work, have you ever been in a position where working and you feel like, oh my God, I'm just like, you're so mentally stressed? Or have you ever like been in a, any relationship or friendship that has made you feel mentally stressed to the point that you feel like you're having a mental breakdown? Wow. <laughs> I never wow uh, I never thought about that I don't think so um, I never allowed my friends to affect me in that way okay yeah I think I created boundaries without even oh. noticing that I created boundaries because oh. I, I look at my friends as fun and um you know, a day off and like, you know, excitement because I met a lot of them. Well, the the friends that I did consider, my group of friends that I considered as a friend. Um, yeah. In high school. Unfortunately, we're no longer in, you know, contact with each other. And that was like the last group of friends that I did have. But um, um, yeah, I never allowed them to mental in any way shape or form okay that's that's really nice for the fact that you were able to put your mental health first before allowing anybody stumble or crush on it that's that's really amazing like basically not everybody can do that honestly so yeah now to like a solving a problem solving part what are those things? We're well, going to take it in stages from like teenager, from preteen to being a teenager to being a young adult and an adult. So, as a teenager, what do you think there are those things they can do to like avoid mental breakdown and also improve their mental health? Like, as a teenager, let's talk on that first. Okay, so this kind of goes back to the last question because I met like that last group of friends that I had, um, I met them as a teenager. I met them in high school. So it wasn't up until maybe last year, um, I haven't been in contact with them. So um, what I would say is, um, uh, okay, so what I would say is, you, everyone has a, you know, a friend for something. So you have a friend who yeah. you know everything to. You have yeah. a you can party with. Yeah. You have a friend you can maybe uh, go to the library with. Yeah. You have a friend you can um, travel with who, you know, who always has money, who's always up for an yeah. adventure. <laughs> you know, like, there's a friend who you can go on nature walks with and, you know, maybe start a garden with. Yeah. And, I like to separate those categories because like um, when when choosing friends or uh, tr- like, you know, just having um, a group of friends, it's important to know which friend is 
for which season of your life. Yeah. So would you, uh, the, the, the childhood friend that you met when you were 12 years old, would you um, trust them with the, um, with the all expense paid vacation to Dubai? Or would, <laughs> you, would you rather trust them on a, um, on a going to the theme park to having the time of your life? You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, I do understand. Right, so me personally, I would I, I would love to do both with that friend, but realistic, realistically speaking, where I'm at today in my life, I've been on trips with that uh, friend, that childhood friend before, and I know that wow. if they um, get hangry, they'll start talking <laughs> to the right way to rude. If I know that um, they, uh, if their room isn't ready on time, I know um, for sure that they would curse out everybody at the reception um, desk. And looking back at that, I'm like, hmm, would I want to take this friend to Dubai because I know she's a good time at the amusement parks? Or do I want to have like a, a piece, and I know she's a good time overall, or do I want to have like a, a, a you know, an, 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 an insightful trip, and a trip filled of exploration, a trip filled of, you know, peace. I want to get my money's worth, first of all. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so I want to bring, like, the friend that I maybe met, like, two to three years ago, who um, yeah. maybe, like, a business partner or a co-worker who uh, maybe t mentioned uh, planning a trip uh, internationally or wherever versus a friend who I had to convince to, that this trip is going to be amazing. You know, so yeah, I think that's very important. Um, as teenagers, it's hard to like understand uh, which friend that is. So I think it's best to just um, allow yourself to be open. Do not uh, do not settle for one set of friends. Um, try okay. Not, try not to consider everybody as your friend because. Uh, as, as there are friends for different events, life events, there are friends for some different seasons. So there's a friend for right now to teach you something, something about yes. you, to teach you something about somebody else, and then you're supposed to take that lesson and then go. There's a friend who was meant to uh, be there for a lifetime, and that could be like you know, I want to say like that um, that business partner, not necessarily the childhood friend. Because yeah. you grow apart from childhood friends. Like, you're met as children and your mind doesn't uh, stay the same. Of course, so. of course, I totally agree. So now, taking it further to the young adults, before you get into adulthood, so what do you think young adults can do to avoid mental breakdown and also improve their mental health? Especially, well, like, young adults in college or about graduating college? Right. Um, listen, I just gotta, you gotta, I, I strongly advise young adults to, if you witness any toxicity in your life, cut it yeah. immediately. Cut it immediately. Okay. Because if they don't, if you don't cut it, it will cut you. And you're gonna wish you, you know, paid attention to the red flags early on. Okay, that's red flags in like some people's life, like in friendship and all of that, and relationships too, right? Yes, red flags and people 
like if they don't have like the same mindset as you, if they're constantly talking negative and you're constantly um, speaking positivity, if they like to um, go to uh, a certain neighborhood to hang out and then you don't necessarily like to go to that neighborhood or if they like to party, you don't like to party. It's, it's certain little things like that. If they speaking to a friend that you, uh, you know, you advise them not to speak to and they constantly in communication with that friend, then it might be okay. best for you to find somebody else who, you know, is... Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. Now to the final stage. As an adult, like as a grown woman, as a grown man, how do you think they can avoid mental breakdown? How do you think they can improve their mental health? Because a lot of people that are going into depression nowadays are basically adults. Young men yet to get married, young women, mainly adults. So how do you think they can avoid mental breakdown? Yeah, I don't think that's possible. Um, I think it's a part of life. Like, um, I think just being aware that you're about to have a mental breakdown is important. And um, not to go into an, an environment that yeah. will further trigger that mental breakdown. I think it's important to recognize it when um, you're being triggered and then okay. go through your routine, your quiet space. I think it's important to find some type of like um, outlet because um, everyone has, has an outlet. Whether, you know, yeah, everyone has an outlet. So I feel like everyone needs something that is non, that is non um, lifelike. Like somebody, like, or it could be lifelike. It could be a plant, it could be um, nature, but something okay. has some tangible, source you can go to whether it's meditation whether it's your music whether it's um gardening whether it's cooking go to something that you can do to um minimize that trigger or like um so the trigger wouldn't um you know expand into something greater where you, you're in, you know you you re-enter a deep dark depression i think it's important okay. to um not talk to anyone when you're about to uh you know when you feel like you're being triggered, I think it's important to, to stay to yourself. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, I just think... Um, it's better, like, you have your personal space at times, right? Yes. yes. All right. Thank you very much. So, coming to the conclusion, what general advice would you give everybody listening about their mental health? What's just that one piece of advice that you can share right now? We all go through it. Uh, even till this day, a lot of our um, high influential people, a lot of the people we look up to, our presidents, our actors, singers, they all go through it and there's nothing we can do to avoid it. I think it's um, best to accept it and um, okay. walk in your truth and um, find the, the hobby, the passion, your purpose that you can do that will surpass the negative, like, you know, the negativity that comes with the triggers. So for me, for example, whenever I, like, I like to work when I'm feeling, All right. I like to work when I'm feeling, um, 
but I feel like I'm overthinking. I like to work when I, you know, whenever I feel like my mind is busy, working, yeah. it quiets my mind because it's actually one of the things that I um, I feel is my purpose. I feel like um, my, my company, my business is definitely the reason why I'm here to serve and, you know, serve as a creator. So I use this to, you know, to pick me up, to keep going. I use this to um, mute the distractions, basically. All right. Thank you so much. It was really, really nice having you on our episode today, Bronte. I really do appreciate. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much, Ella, for having me. It was a great conversation with you. Okay, before we hang up now, can you like just give your listeners your socials where they can contact you? Yes, so uh, you guys can find me. Uh, my name is Bronte Hemingway again. That's B-R-O-N-T-E-H-E-M-I-N-G-W-A-Y. And you can find me on LinkedIn or uh, my Instagram account that's not really too active, but it's actually <laughs> Bronte, uh, A-S-T-O. L-D-B-R-O-N-T-E. Okay. It's what about your business page where they can also check you out? Yeah, so all the creatives and entrepreneurs out there, if you have like a creative bone or, you know, if you have a story to tell, if you have a short film that you would like to produce, if you would like to attend a virtual weekly event, then feel free to head over to rawblackfilms.com. We are a production company that specializes in telling unapologetic stories from a comedic or urban perspective. And we have a virtual weekly events every Sunday, every single Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time from comedy rooms to script writing rooms to music rooms and even a motivation room with a, a certified life coach. So feel free to head over to rawblackfilms.com and sign up today. All right, thank you so much. Mind you guys, over here in Nigeria, um, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is 8 p.m. Nigerian time. So you all take note. And you can catch us on Instagram at Anelas underscore talk, A-N-E-L-L-A-S underscore T-A-L-K. Thank you once more for being my guest on my episode today, Bronte. I really, really do appreciate. Thank you, Ella. I appreciate it. You're welcome. It was nice having you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.